This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden and I'm joined today by Sarah Ray Lancaster, editor of the Arts and Entertainment section of the Peninsula Pulse. How's it going, Sarah? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing really well. I've been looking forward to some more sunny weather. We haven't had a lot. It's been kind of cold and rainy. Past couple of days for sure. Yeah. Yes, but I'm, I'm hoping that it, it gets sunny and nice again this weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend, which means we have uh, some cool Memorial Day stuff to talk about, some ceremony stuff, and then we have some fun stuff to talk about as well if the weekend is nice and sunny and warm and, and what types of things you can do and partake in this weekend. But I figured that we would just kind of have a, you know, casual little episode here. I don't know if listeners know this, but every episode of the podcast is very rigorously scripted. And yes. uh, I figured we'd just throw the script away this time and just, just kind of shoot it. it. Let's yeah, go for it. Absolutely. If you pick up the Peninsula Pulse this weekend, and I highly recommend that everybody does, we have a schedule and roundup of the Memorial Day ceremonies that will be taking place this weekend. So kind of your one-stop shop to see what ceremonies are happening near you. And if you wanted to partake in one for the holiday, then you'll have all of that information for you. That'll be online as well. So people can check it out at doorcountypulse.com. And then to go along with that, Patty Williamson did a really great story on Dale Sequist, who has been playing taps at uh, Memorial Day celebrations for over 70 years, which is remarkable. That's impressive. Yeah, I think he probably has been doing it longer than anybody else in Door County, probably in recorded history. So really cool story on him. He's on the cover of The Pulse this week as well. So Patty's really great at history stories and talking about people and getting all of the details of their lives. And this is a cool tribute to him and his, his remarkable career doing this for, like I said, over 70 years. But Sarah, you focused on some other stuff for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, in the first couple of sections, we really talked about ceremonies and remembering and that kind of stuff. And you also talked about in your in arts and entertainment about what other activities are going on. That's right. Live music is ramping up more and more. Our live music schedule that we run every week is getting bigger and bigger with more things that people can check out. Uh, but there's a couple of events this weekend as well, right? That's right. Traditionally, this tends to be that weekend when I think you see the majority of the businesses open up. If they're seasonal businesses, you see more activities happening. And so we tried to do a roundup of those family weekend activities. So for people that might be doing a, a staycation for the extended weekend or those that might be coming up here for the long weekend, just giving them some ideas of things they can do. Right. So we, we kicked it off with the reopening of Plum Loco Animal Sanctuary, fun little place in Egg Harbor. They've been closed for the past two years due to the coronavirus pandemic, and they are reopening, and they use that time off to make some improvements to the property. And I think that'll be just a fun treat for those that like to go and hang out with some animals and just spend some time um, in a pretty fun place for kids. So a little inside baseball here. I do the graphical design for the Pulse. So I'm the person who takes all of the words and pictures and puts them on the page when you open the newspaper. And I I really focus on the aesthetics and how things fit. I'm not necessarily reading the stuff that I'm putting down because to me, it's just a block of text. That being said, I saw the Plum Loco story. I saw the animals in it. And not until right now when you said that it's an animal sanctuary did I go, isn't that a restaurant? I thought it was a restaurant. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is Plum Loco? <laughs> it is definitely not a restaurant. This is where those animals can go and be safe from ending up on some sort of dinner plate. <laughs> I wasn't going there necessarily. Like my brain didn't go, hey, look, horses, this is a restaurant. Right. But like I... it. It's in Egg Harbor. I know it's been closed for two years, but I used to live in Egg Harbor. How did I not know about Plum Loco? I don't know. I've only been here for four years year round, and I've known about it for a while. So I feel like I got a leg up here. That's kind of exciting. So what is it? <laughs> so Plum Loco is an animal sanctuary. It is a fantastic place to bring the kiddos. They have a whole little like pioneer village where it's like a little looks like a little town, but it's all pint size for the little ones. And there's the general store and there's the vet office and kids can go and play in there. But then there are also animals on site that have found a home there at Plum Loco to live out the rest of their days. So you probably won't find the baby animals around, but you will find some horses. Um, I think they have some pigs there. It's been a couple of years since I've been there, so I'm not sure if they have any new additions to the year. They were right at the at the last minute of getting everything ready for their opening weekend. So there should be some fun surprises for people when they get there. Amazing. I can't believe I didn't know about it. Got to take Oliver. Exactly. He loves the farm down in Sturgeon Bay, so I feel like he would love this as well. What What's the an age range, do you think, would be best for little kids? I mean, I took my niece there when she was three. We haven't brought our kids there yet, but I think that'll be coming up pretty pretty soon here to make a first trip there for them. And what I love, what I remember about from my visit is they have the stories of the animals there too. So as you're petting the cute horse, you get the background on who they are and why they're there. And I think that's just a, a fun little addition to just seeing cute animals. I love little animal stories, especially when the animals have names yes. and and like histories. Uh, we took Oliver to the Milwaukee Zoo, and we found a gorilla also named Oliver, and he has really bad anxiety, so he carries a blanket with him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet. Another big event that's happening this weekend is uh, Jacksonport Mayfest. Yes. This is a fun, as they put it there, they're kind of the unofficial official kickoff to Door County Festivals for this summer. But what's neat about this one is it really pays tribute to the agricultural roots of the community. So there are some Memorial Day festivities taking place. There is a parade and then there is Memorial Day ceremony after that. But in between, there are fun things like a horse pole and some horse roping. There are concessions that have, you know, your your bake sales and things like that. So it's just a just a fun family activity that really pays tribute to the community. And like they, they said, they've got a lot to show off there, especially their beautiful beachfront. So that is kind of the highlight of it as well. Now, I've heard of a maypole, but I've never heard of a horse pole. And I actually need to go to Mayfest so I can see a horse pole <laughs> in person. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a horse pole, P-U-L-L, mm -hmm. not a horse not a pole, P-O-L-E, -E, yes. What is a horse pull? So a horse pull, P-U-L-L, is a competition where teams of horses see how much weight they can pull. So think like your tractor pulls. It's the same idea, but using horses instead of a tractor. All right. That sounds like a barrel of fun for everybody who wants to see that. Is that how you gauge a horse's horsepower? How much they can pull? I would I would assume so. I'm, by the way, I'm pretty sure th this might blow your mind. One horse does not have one horsepower. No. Like if you were to measure a horse's horsepower, it's not one. What is it? It's more than one. Because <laughs> like you can measure horsepower in vehicles. Right. If you were to measure a, a horse's horsepower, it'd be more than one. 
which is weird to me because you would think that one horsepower would be the amount of power one horse has. True. But it's more than that. It sounds like a really confusing story problem that you would have had in math class. I've also heard that when you pair horses up, their horsepower doesn't double. It uh, It's exponential. Okay. So two horses don't have two horsepower. They have like five horsepower. And then three horses have like ten. More story ideas to look into. The, yes. The intricacies of horsepower and horse pulling. Yep. If you... Send all horse-related information to Sarah at peepulse.com. <laughs> I know goats and sheep and chickens. I, I'll be honest. I know n- very little about horses. <laughs> yeah. And what is, a, what is a horse if not a big goat? Well, I suppose in, in some respects, yeah. Are you familiar with Pokemon? No. Okay, because I was going to say. I'm dating myself now. I was going to say it's basically like an evolution. You have sheep evolve into goats, evolve into horses. I'm going to take your word on it. All right. <laughs> Remember how I said this episode wasn't scripted? It's very off scripted. I'm I'm proving it with this. Anything else? Any other activities this weekend? I want to talk about my favorite kind of like beginning of summer activity, which is the cookout. But before we do, is there any other things that people should know about for stuff that they can bring the family to? Well, tied in with Mayfest is the Lake to Lake run that features a two mile run and a 10k run. I just ran the half marathon, Sarah. (laughs) What are we doing? Right. Well, this one's fun. It's a two mile fun run. So that's a lot of fun for families. It's just want to get out and enjoy the course, enjoy being outside, but you know, be able to walk the rest of the weekend. Fun run sounds like an oxymoron to me. Do you have fun when you run? I do. All right. I'll get there. (laughs) One day I'll get there. Goals, goals. So let's talk a little bit about cookouts. Memorial Day weekend is traditionally one of like the first really nice sunny weekends. It's a pretty safe bet that you can break the grill out for Memorial Day weekend. And last year I did a a piece on kicking up your cookout and I'll share the recipe here in a minute to just really really make everything more flavorful. But before we do that, you dug into like the foundation of doing a cookout, which was selecting the right meat. That's right. Well, I got to thinking in planning what we would maybe do over Memorial Day weekend, that although I tend to do some grilling, I don't really know a whole lot about grilling when it comes to, you know, this is the cut of meat you want for this dish, or if you're making burgers, choose this over that. And so I talked to some of the experts in that field, to get an idea of if I'm there and shopping and I'm having a cookout, where would you steer me? Where where do I want to go? And it turns out that if making burgers from scratch, probably you don't want to go with the ground beef. You want to go with the ground chuck for the simple reasoning being that ground beef can be fattier in general. And then that can create flare ups on the grill and just might be a little bit harder to control where ground chuck is going to give you kind of that 15% fat ratio, which will be just enough for some flavor, but not too much that it's gonna make grilling an out of control experience. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org careers. 
So what's the difference between ground chuck and ground beef? So the main difference is that ground chuck is actually coming from a particular part of the animal. So that's going to be coming from the front beef shoulders, whereas ground beef is kind of the leftover pieces that are then ground up. So that's why it can have any ratio of fat consistency to it, where your ground chuck is going to be a little bit more controlled. Got it. So ground beef is the bologna of beef. I suppose, but I still like it. So I don't know. I like bologna too, though, so... Bologna's, I would like, the the flavor of bologna is fine. It's the sweat on the bologna that I am not, <laughs> not a fan of. There is, okay, I will give you that. I think for me, it's it's kind of more of like that childhood comfort food in a way. Yeah. 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 Like I wouldn't eat bologna on its own. No. Like a bologna sandwich. Every once in a while. The crust cut off. Yeah, yes. exactly. Or diagonal or were you more like down the middle if you cut the sandwich? If I do it now, it's diagonal. Okay. I, I will tell you once, my wife made me a sandwich for lunch one time. I usually bring my own lunch, but she made me a sandwich and she cut it down the middle, but her like her aim was totally off. So I had one big sandwich and one really <laughs> small sandwich. It was like, that's lunch. And then that's like the second lunch. Yes, yeah. it was. It was very funny. I'll share. I'll share my tip that I got from my brother-in-law, who is a chef. He said, like, if, if you're going to do one thing differently in your cookout, you can do everything else the same, cook your brats, cook your burgers, make everything the same way. But one thing to do different would be to make jalapeno relish, which is that melted sounds good. Bu- it's, it's incredible. It's melted butter, chopped roasted garlic, onions, pickled jalapeno, and relish. That's it. Wow. A little bit of salt and paprika. It goes on everything. It is great on burgers. It is great on brats, hot dogs, everything. So it's like the one thing that you can make. It's really easy to make. It's really quick to make. And then you just put it on anything and everything tastes way better. Nice. I feel like that might be something we have to dive into for palate at some point is just like a whole assortment of relishes and chutneys and things like that. Yeah. The best part is it goes with any other condiments too. So you can do ketchup and mustard on your burgers or your brats with the jalapeno relish or barbecue sauce in this relish with the burger is awesome. The other thing that I'm interested in with grilling is like, I'm very basic burgers and brats and hot dogs, but so many people grill vegetables or do skewers. I want to dig into all of the different types of grilling that people can do Mm -hmm. because when you live in a place like Door County and most of the summer is really nice and it's not too hot. So you want to be out grilling. There's so many different ways that you can use your grill. That's going to be my next endeavor. Sure. Learn how to really up my grill game. I like grilled corn, like grilling corn on the cob when it's still in like the husks and all of that. That's like more of a roasted corn. That's that's kind of my go-to. I know, I know people grill chicken and grill pork, chicken wings, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I think you can pretty much cook anything on a grill that you can cook elsewhere. It's just maybe a little a different technique. If anything, it's worth a shot to try. Right. Uh, one last thing I wanted to mention about food, since we're talking food, is uh, you have been keeping track of new businesses opening as well as restaurants doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Alfresco dining this week in the Pulse, just places that, are, that have really great outdoor stuff. As people want to get back outside again, it, now is the time. So check out the Pulse. Check out darkhoneypulse.com if you want to know what's open, what's new, what you can do differently. All that kind of stuff is in there as well. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about going into Memorial Day weekend, Sarah? I mean, I think just, you know, have a safe, fun, long weekend. This is kind of the kickoff for what now becomes the summer season. So I think we're ready for you know a lot of fun this season and some, some good new businesses, some 
just great activities that are happening. So I know that section of the paper just keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. So it's exciting times. Yep. Like I said at the beginning, if you're looking for Memorial Day services, we have a roundup of them in the Pulse. So you can check that out. It'll be online as well. And if you uh, are looking for something else to do this weekend to, to get outside and have fun with the family, we have that in there as well. So definitely recommend picking up this week's Pulse, putting it up in your, uh, your wind visor in your car and driving around and having a good time this weekend. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. I'll chat with you again soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.